I'm going to approach this job with pride and they can have all the jokes they want on television about the CIA. It's vital to the national security of the United States. And I feel so dedicated and strongly about it that I just wanted to wedge that in, apropos of no question you've asked. How long are you going to stay? I serve at the pleasure of the president. I understand that. How long are you going I'm to stay? I'm going to stay as long as the president wants me to stay, Mike. There's no politics in this thing for me. Good heavens. You'd have to be hallucinating to think there was any political mileage in this kind of a job. Dr. Pavel, I'm CIA. Um, yeah, so we're reviewing Agent Cody Banks, the the first one, not the second one, the first one, the, the original. The original. Agent Cody Banks. Yeah. We only like the original. We only like the first movies of things. That's why we watched uh, uh, Norbit 1 instead of Norbit 2. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I never even seen the first Agent Cody Banks, but when I was a kid, I had the DVD to Agent Cody Banks 2. And I would watch that so many times, but I I never actually like really watched this first movie uh, as a whole movie. And uh, I got it. I have I have a lot to say about it. All right. Um, Yeah. So the movie is about like the secret CIA program that like enlist children to be like secret agents. And he says it's a secret program. So I I like assume that like, you know, some kids like bragged about this and the CIA like executed those kids or like, (laughs) what if like those kids like decided to like not join the CIA? Does the CIA just like kill them? Because it's like, you know, that kid's going to like come home and be like, oh yeah, the CIA, the CIA tried to recruit me. Yeah, you know they. Uh, I think that's the point where, like, at the camp, the kid would just get like a, like a water bottle just full of LSD. <laughs> just like, hey, kid, here's enough LSD to make you retarded. Goodbye. <laughs> You're never gonna think straight ever again. The movie says this program started in like 1987, and I'm just like, like at least one kid would have, like, spilled the beans to his, like, classmates. So, like, the CIA just fucking executed all of their friends. I just know. I just have a feeling that uh, in the world of Agent Cody Banks, uh, Ronald Reagan was eating some jelly beans, and he thought, well, what if we sent some kids to Cuba to to, to kill Castro? I mean, you don't have to pay them, like, a full wage, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's no laws for it. Yeah, you just strap like a kindergartner with like cocaine and drop him off in like the inner cities of Baltimore, you know, as like the youngest CIA uh, officer. That's how uh, George H. W. Bush got his start. He was a he was a CIA cocaine uh, kid wrangler. Well, I, I mean, H. W. is fucking old. He would have been like a kid spy in the nineteen thirties. I said he was a kid wrangler, CIA oh. kid wrangler. Okay, okay, like he was wearing like like a cowboy hat, like wrangling some kids up. Yeah, he was like, "All right, boys, go go give crack to more of them blacks." Jeb Jeb was not allowed to be a secret agent. He was like way too autistic. <laughs> Jeb was playing with Legos. Well, you know, Jeb was in the chess club. Yeah, Jeb was a fucking wiener. <laughs> Was Jeb, a... was watching, Jeb was watching Barney. So going back to the movie, uh, we're reviewing uh, today Agent Cody Banks, starring... Uh, Agent Cody Banks. Directed by Harold Zwart. Zwart? I don't know. He's Dutch. Zwart. He's Dutch? Yeah. They let a Dutch man make a movie about an American institution? What is this commie bullshit? He's the same guy who made the Pink Panther 2 and the 2010 Jaden Smith version of The Karate Kid. Man, I went to the Pink Panther expecting to see a movie about, like, a Pink Panther and not this, like, gay detective bullshit. I want my money back, bitch. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. 
You know, it is kind of funny that uh, I thought the exact same thing when I was a kid. I was just like, where's the cartoon panther? And I mean, were... that was... Oh, sorry. <laughs> the pink panther was just a diamond. I mean, dude, it's I, I think that, that was like the kangaroo jack for boomers. Because like those old uh, pink panther movies, audiences like went to go see them just for that pink panther in the opening. Right. And then they were like, what the fuck's all this, like, gay detective bullshit? That's like, the boomers had their own kangaroo jack. The boomers had their own kangaroo jack. That's a, sentence you know, kangaroo I, that's a sentence that I never would have thought would have been uttered to me if uh, I was hit in the head with a very big stick and had, like, a, like a coma nightmare. Well, okay, why don't you quit being Reddit and just, like, accept the fundamental truth? Because, like, you know, Kangaroo Jack, a movie advertised about a, a kangaroo, and then it's just about, like, uh, Anthony Anderson and the fat kid from, like, Stand By Me sucking each other off. Like, that was the <laughs> entire movie. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, kangaroo Jack was a yeah. very unfunny film. Oh. Why the fuck did you phrase it like that? Like, I'll be honest with you, I did not enjoy Kangaroo Jack. Like, like Look, anyone, man, you might you might have some like, Kangaroo uh, Jack acolytes. You might have some Jackalites out there. You know what I'm saying? You might have some Jack Kangaroo Jackalites. Damn. Yeah, and those Kangaroo right. Jackalites can jackal off my jackalock. Kangaroo Jack, my bitch up. Anyway, Agent Ugh. Cody Banks. Agent okay, Cody so Banks. Um, Agent Cody Banks. So uh, Malcolm in the Middle uh, plays Agent Cody Banks, and he was uh, enlisted to... into like a spy camp, and he he works for the CIA because you know child labor is pretty cool. You know, putting children in like deadly scenarios that that's like really cool. Hell yeah! You could argue in the first Spy Kid movie, like they didn't like work as spies like they accidentally became spies this agent cody banks movie it's like oh yeah this kid just works for the cia yeah just pre-established like oh yeah the cia has like sleeper cell agents that are like 15 year olds in 2003 for some reason there was like kids who were like not even older than 10 who was like in that like secret cia footage you think agent cody banks did 9-11 um honestly the reason why the cia couldn't prevent a 9-11 was because uh they were too busy like babysitting a bunch of babies mr president there's um there's a a cell of terrorists in the middle east trying to bomb the world trade center okay uh, okay but uh what about the kids? It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta teach them how to skateboard. You gotta give them electric watches. <laughs> Why the fuck was this program <laughs> even set up in the first place? They never say that. Like, they, they never explain why. It's just, oh, yeah, the the CIA has, like, uh, you know, camps. A bunch of pedophiles who want to work with children. <laughs> Maybe like, that was like their direct pipeline to like uh, to like trick like Jeffrey Epstein and like other like tropical like Caribbean island billionaires into being pedophiles. Just I oh mean, yeah, send in the glowy kids. We'll we'll make him we'll make him into pedos in no time. Maybe that's how the CIA got so much like funding from like billionaire pedophiles <laughs> extorting like, them. Yeah, <laughs> the kids are agents the whole time. Yeah, it's like billionaire Bruce Wayne like sent a really good check to the CIA for like children soldiers. Oh my god, uh, I <sighs> there's that one scene of uh, the CIA a wooga spy like walking into like the boys locker room yeah I and... thought I always thought that was so fucking weird like that woman yeah, just like... like snaps that boy in the balls of the towel yeah it's like um you realize like you're like an adult woman in like a locker room full of like minors right it's like, you know, if you're if you're a spy wanting to keep a low profile, you're not going to like walk into the boys' locker room and start like playing with them, you know? 
Right, and like the music when she walks in is so fucking weird because it's like, oh wow, this like thirty-five year old woman is so hot. Am I right, fellow fifteen-year-old boys? It's like, what? Well, I, I mean, so nasty. I hate that whole scene. I mean, uh, doesn't that one song like "It's Getting Hot in Here" plays in that like locker room scene? Isn't that the song? It's, it's something like that. Yeah, I. Ugh. And then that exact same song like plays when she like opens the door to like Malcolm in the Middle's house, and his parents are like, "Whoa." It's a, it's a, it's a woman. Like, like his dad is like yeah, his, fucking shot. His, his married dad. father is just like, uh, 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 um, 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 uh, hi, uh, hi, hello. <laughs> He's never seen a woman before in his whole life. Oh my god. And then yeah. again, I guess if you have a mom that, or if you have a wife that looks like a, like a mother from like Oklahoma. <laughs> you no, know, Malcolm's mom was pretty cute in this movie. She, she, I have no comment. What? <laughs> I have no comment. Um. Okay. I, anyway, I thought she. The... I, I thought her haircut made her look a bit like Coconut Head from Ned's Declassified. Yeah, that's that. I think that's you projecting your fetishes onto other people, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got a coconut fetish. <laughs> Pay a prostitute to dress like Coconut Head from Ned's Declassified. All right. Enough. <laughs> that is enough. I will not tolerate this slander. <laughs> Going back to some aspects of the movie, yeah. I don't even think the movie was like particularly badly done. And it's like in this weird subset of movies that are like campy, but they're like two thousands campy, while also having like a high production value and nothing to really complain about as far as the production goes. Like I mean... some other movies that are like that are like um uh, like Die Another Day uh, and like uh, Bulletproof Monk. Die Another Day and Agent Cody Banks are th those are is that really the phrase you want to say? Like those movies are like in a Venn diagram together. Not in a Venn diagram. They're just kind of like the uh, production wise, very similarly done. Die Another Day and Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, I mean Die Another Day is a lot better than agent cody banks they do it better but i'm saying like the like the overall feel the mood the aesthetic and the uh production style it's very similar it's weirdly similar and i think it's because i always drew the line between die another day and agent cody banks because we got those movies at like the exact same time and we used to watch them on vhs's all the yeah. time what your dad just popping up a VHS of fucking Agent Cody Banks and die another day? Yeah, I mean we just get them from like uh, like video stores. Remember video stores? Is this what poor people did for fun? <laughs> I mean, oh what? What God. do you expect me to do? Watch cable? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I know uh, Mr. Moneybags over here. Man, why watch? Why watch a movie about Malcolm in the Middle, like, pretending to be a badass when you go watch the actual show, Malcolm in the Middle, where he gets his ass kicked every episode? I mean, to be fair, I, when I was a kid, I used to fucking hate Malcolm in the Middle, and it was Why? entirely because my older brother liked it, and I didn't like my older brother. Wow. <laughs> Your older brother liked boobs, so you decided to be gay. You know, I mean, if I was a, uh, if I was still in that mindset, then yeah, probably. <laughs> but like, Die Another Day came out in like two thousand two. Uh, Agent Cody Banks came out in like two thousand three. Okay, okay, for for a second, I, I thought I thought the Die Hard movie you're talking about came out in like two thousand and seven. No. Oh wait, 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 wait! Oh wait, this is a James Bond movie, right? Yeah, it's a James Bond movie. Oh, I'm a fucking moron. What did you think? It, you thought it was Die Hard, didn't you? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought Die Hard like trademarked the, the the word die, you know? No, 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 no. It, it was die. uh, it was a 007 James Bond starring Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Die what Another Day did? was kind of like I think it was the final one that he did. I, I don't know, but that one always like kind of associated with me uh as being similar in my mind to agent cody banks 
where Agent Cody Banks was this like campy like sitcom spy movie that felt kind of Nickelodeon-ish, but also had like a similar sort of like aesthetic. Die Another Day was like the like the ooh the adult version. You get to see Halle Berry in a bikini. Ooh. Oh yeah, did you awooga all over the place? Awooga. Did Halle Berry like go to like a teenage boy's like locker room and started like whipping towels at everyone? No. Then it's not a, a, an adult movie. And then weirdly enough, there's a lot of association between both of those movies and Bulletproof Monk, which is what a bulletproof monk like the the tv show monk monk no 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 no. it's a it's a it's a movie starring chow yun fat and sean william scott which the is the other guy a... from my car yeah okay okay stifler fucking fucking stifler yeah fucking stifler oh dude i love fucking stifler yeah fucking stifler fucking all night stifler fucking stifler yeah anyway oh, uh <laughs> It's like those three movies live in my head as the like, oh, these are like 2003 movies or like 2003 to 2005. Like we watched these movies back then. I was a five year old watching these movies and then I'd rewatch them over and over because uh, we had them on video. But Agent Cody Banks, uh, I don't know, it just lives in this weird spot in my brain where I like simultaneously hate it. But also appreciate it because it wasn't as like over the top as Spy Kids. Uh, Spy Kids is a little more creative. Spy Kids is the better yeah. film. To be honest, Spy Kids. I mean, I like Spy Kids more. Abstract. Spy Kids is art. There is yeah. so much in that movie, and honestly, you have to have a high IQ for it. Cody Banks is really just CIA like re- recruitment propaganda, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like Agent Cody Banks is like the in between between Spy Kids and and uh, Die Another Day, like the actual mm-hmm. James Bond movies. Dude, at least like those movies weren't trying to like tell kids like, oh yeah, working for the government, like dying for the government, is actually really cool, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys ever wanted to be like your favorite action star, Malcolm in the Middle? Well, now you can. Here at Jeb Bush Middle School, we'll have CIA recruiters uh, all lined up, and you you can sell away your life to the CIA right now. Have you ever wanted to go to the hood? Well, now you can. (laughs) Sign up for the CIA and sell cocaine all over the place. Feeling a little Project Down? Well, how about you feel a little more Project MKUltra by signing up with us? You, too, can brainwash your fellow Americans only if you sign up for our CIA summer camp where you get to learn all the basics of starting false flags against countries to take their lithium. Do you think they got teenage recruiters to, like, overthrow the the Chilean uh, government in, like, the 70s? Oh, my God. And Frankie Muniz, man, really, uh, really makes you think of that Muniz part. You think we invaded, like, Granada using just teenagers? Yeah, using Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> like, send, like, a 11-year-old Frankie Muniz on, a, on a, <laughs> like, a, a, a rib boat across the uh, Caribbean from Florida to Granada. Just single-handedly collapses their government. Frankie Muniz was, like, selling, like, fucking, like, weapons to Afghanistan in the 80s. <laughs> so there's that scene of the CIA director looking at uh like like a photo of hillary duff's character Mm -hmm. and he's just like staring at her going like i want to get close to this girl and i'm like is it's just like an awkward silence for like 10 seconds but i don't think it's a joke because there's like no reaction shots from any of of the other cia agents okay so we we established (laughs) that the cia director like wants to like be with hillary duff a little weird Hell yeah. We love a good stalking from time to time. You yeah. know, I, I find it weird that Keith David always shows up in these movies as, like, the government guy. Like, the like the suit and tie wearing bureaucrat. Like, the, the CIA director guy played by Keith David, he's the same dude that plays, like, uh, the sergeant in, like, the Larry the Cable Guy fucking movie called Delta Farce. 
you watch the Larry the Cable Guy movie? Yeah, of course I did. I'm a fucking oh like God. I'm a fucking redneck from Appalachia. We all did. Your family's so poor. Ew. <laughs> oh God. Get away from me. Hey man, that Ew. comes compulsory with like uh like any purchase of like real tree camo. You oh, know? Yeah. If you have any relatives that like hunt and they have like a camo jacket or something. Uh, magically tucked inside is a, either a copy of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour in VHS or uh, a copy of Delta Farce starring uh, Bill Engvall, Larry the Cable Guy, uh, Keith David, and that other guy who looks like a pedophile. No, no, no. Uh, when your redneck like uncle gets cancer from smoking too much camels and you try to like sue the company, but they countersue you, the only thing you get out of it is a copy of Delta Farce. That's all you fucking get. <laughs> they, they just tell you, God bless the troops, son. Okay, bye. But anyways, Larry the oh, yeah. going, uh, going back to Keith David, it is so weird how, how many of these different fucking things he's in. Like he's a, uh, he was the president on Rick and Morty. Um, oh, dude, I love Rick and Morty. It's my favorite show. He was Sergeant Foley in Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Oh, dude, I love Modern Warfare: Call of Duty Two. He he was Julius Little in Saints Row. Oh, dude, I love Saints Row. He was the Arbiter in Halo. Oh, dude, I love Halo. And he was a. Uh, he was Spawn in Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Oh, dude, I love Todd McFarlane. He he was in a lot of shit. He, he's yeah. everywhere, man. Is it racially insensitive that uh, in that last scene, when all the CIA agents are like congratulating Malcolm in the middle, uh, and then it, the camera like pans over to him with like a blank expression, and he's about to say something? I legitimately like thought he was going to like say the N word like Lamar from Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> but why? Yeah, I don't know. I'm autistic or something. So your this first, is what... your first thought when someone has like a blank expression on their face? Yeah. Oh man, you've been brain broken. Yeah, I am brain broken. All right, let's uh. Let's chuck through some reviews here on uh No 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 motherfucker. There's still a lot about the movie we haven't talked about yet. Oh wait shit, there is one thing I want to say first before we go into the reviews. Uh yeah. you know that scene where like uh you know Malcolm in the middle is uh <clears throat> you know, he's like walking or not walking, he's like crawling through the vents of like the laboratory during that party or whatever, and uh he finds like the ice with all like the nanobots in them. I always wanted to drink the ice. I, I, I looked at that as a kid, ever since I was a small child, and I always wanted to just be like, man, that would go so fucking well inside of a glass of water. You're such a, you were such a stupid fucking kid, you know that? <laughs> you dumbass redneck kid watching Asian Cody Bangs just thinking about the ice. Hey man, maybe I was just thirsty. I mean, it, it kind of yeah. gets old drinking Ohio water after a while. Especially now, I, I can feel half of my brain shutting off. Agent Cody Banks is, like, putting something in the Ohio water. No, it's just all the train derailments spilling chemicals everywhere. Blown up by Agent Cody Banks. Oh, see, there we go. That's how we tie it in. It was uh, Frankie yeah. Muniz derailed the Norfolk Southern Rail Line. It totally wasn't uh, anti-safety measures taken by the uh, the company that, you know in the face of all the workers that were like trying to strike for better safety regulations uh that caused it no nah, it was it was agent cody banks guys dumb motherfuckers in ohio you could drink all like the shit infused radioactive water and you'll still be like clapping your hands for like someone to like throw fucking like red hats in your city the fucking we're supposed to do man there's nothing here but corn I don't know, motherfucker, just be like, like, oh, Donald Trump came to our city, thank you, Donald Trump. Honest <clears throat> Excuse me. Honestly, I was really pissed off when Donald Trump came to that place. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> of all people that need to be here, fucking Donald Trump, You're for one, you're from New York. For two, you're not he even... He was president. 
It's was. his job to look after for Ohio. Okay, man. He's like the Dark Knight, the vigilante. He is Ooh. protecting you, you Ohioans. It's time to be a little more grateful. Okay. Like Trump, Mike DeWine, and like the mayor of that town got together. Or no, not the mayor of the town. The uh, one of the C, like one of the executives of Norfolk Southern, got together in some random poor person's house, and they like all took a chug of some like tap water. Like, right outside of Ground Zero. And it's just like, where's the pump? I know you're not drinking real tap water, motherfucker. That shit's got, like, a film on it. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're American heroes, Ivan. I am sick of you disrespecting American heroes. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. I should know my place. I, I should trust uh, Donald Trump and Mike DeWine some more. I should trust. I, I should trust the Republican Party of Ohio uh, with my safety, because clearly that's gone gone well so far. Uh, so yeah, that's why we're all retarded. Uh, <laughs> hey, can you guys like stop trying to put politics in this review of Agent Cody Banks? Okay, I'm just trying to be informed about the Malcolm in the Middle movie here. Look, guys, I I don't know how to say this, but. I'm not very political, and I don't like politics in my movie reviews. Uh, I just want to grade the movie as a proper film buff would. I want to know if the movie is good, if it's worth watching. I want to know if the if it's technically up to snuff. And, uh, yeah, I really don't appreciate politics, dude. Welcome back to the Film Bros Podcast. We're here reviewing Agent Cody Pink, seeing if the movie is a yay or a nay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm a film dude, and this is my this is my partner, film bro, and uh, yeah. What's up? <laughs> hey, what, what's up, my man? Hey, what's up? Okay, uh, today uh, we're gonna like eat like the corn from our shit, and we're gonna see <laughs> does is this better than watching Agent Cody Banks? <laughs> You know, you know, I went to a party one time that had jungle juice and someone took a big fat shit in it. And that was better than Agent Cody Banks. This hey, movie this fucking movie, sucks. This movie's so bad. It's like eating like dog shit from a buffalo's anus. Am I right? Mike 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 motherfucking Mike from Cinemassacre? Am I right, bro? Yeah, dude, you know, this movie, it was so fucking boring. It was a snooze fest. I put on Family Guy on my phone because I was so fucking bored. Now, uh, anyways, not any further ado, I have got a red light to run and a woman to avoid because uh, I met her on Tinder and then I broke up with her and I, oh, I, I was just there to steal her shit. So I'm out of <laughs> here, dude. Scooby-Doo! And that was the end of the film, bros. Man, we are homosexuals. <laughs> wow. Okay. We, we are we are losing our, our integrity as uh, film reviewers here. You know, if you yeah. introduce uh, Frankie Muniz into the equation... Uh, you know, once we get the Malcolm in the Middle guy in and his, like, uh, like absolute uh, MILF mom who looks like Coconut Head, uh, yeah. you know, we, we just, like, fall apart at the seams here. I mean, we haven't even talked about, like, the, uh, the actual plot of the movie. Nanobots! So some dumb fucking scientist who is, like, making nanobots, he, uh... He, he he's apparently a good guy because he doesn't know the evil intentions this evil organization is is funding his research for but he he doesn't even like ask until he like delivers the nanobots he's like okay i i made these nanobots for you what are you going to use them for and they're like oh we're going to use them to like destroy the american government and he's like oh i did not agree to that <laughs> and the movie couldn't even make like a fucking like the movie could have at least like made a lie that the villains used 
to like get to this guy like they're part of a foundation of something but no it's like this dumb fucking scientist doesn't even know what these nanobots are for before he like creates a whole laboratory for it and that scientist is, is Hil hillary duff's dad and frankie muniz has to get close to hillary duff um to get to her dad to to learn something or i i don't fucking know I don't fucking know either. Uh, although I really thought that the uh, the main henchman's like haircut being in like the the shape and style of the corporation logo was just so fucking cool, man. That was so that was so awesome. I want to get a haircut yeah. that looks like that, man. They had to give the henchman like a fucking like scar on his eye and neck to like show like this is the bad guy, kids. Right. Like, this is the scary guy. Anyone with a scar on their face is, like, a bad person. Although, I gotta admit, at the end of the movie, when, like, the main bad guy... When they're in, like, the main bad guy's lair in, like... I don't know, the fucking Himalayas or some bullshit. And the main bad guy gets, like, torn apart by the uh, nanobots. That was pretty fucking graphic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hillary Duff just straight up, straight, straight up executes a dude in this movie. Yeah, she fucking kills him using, like, an ice cube, and his, like, face gets, like, melted. I think there's a bigger, like, death count in uh, Agent Cody Banks than, like, any Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> like, a whole laboratory of scientists just fucking die. Yeah, like, those motherfuckers died. You know, they were, like, shooting each other, they were fucking, like, uh, blowing up left and right. Like, they were dying, dude. Well, yeah, it's not a little gay liberal movie agent cody banks takes no prisoners hostage it's how we do it agent cody banks truly is a uh, a film for violence enjoyers oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so like this this like dumb scientist motherfucker he does this secret or or just just any of the bad guys in general they do like this like secret like nanobot uh transaction thing on the same day as his daughter's birthday party yeah, it's, like, really fucking stupid. You could have just, like, waited maybe, like, a day. Yeah. Perhaps, where there's not as much people around. Yeah. Boy, I hope someone who wrote for Agent Cody Banks got fired. Boy, I hope the, uh, the writing team behind Agent Cody Banks sure learned their lesson, uh, 20 years later. <laughs> you know this film was produced by Madonna? Really? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, dude, that's the cinema sin right there. Cinema sin <laughs> number one, ding, produced by Madonna. Cinema sin number three, ding. The hot CIA lady didn't show her boobies. Ding. Sin removed <laughs> because the hot CIA lady showed her belly button, and I got to oh. masturbate to it. <laughs> yeah, she showed her navel a lot in this movie. Yeah, she was... really like bought that navel. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I get an amen, my brothers? Can I get an amen from the men in the back? Can I get an amen that uh, this movie is kind of mid? Now, uh, I just want to say the the PC police might cancel Cody Banks because there's a a little bit of a controversy to this movie. Oh yeah, what's that? Um, okay, so, uh, apparently, like, when that girl in, like, the one of the first scenes, like, called Cody Ed, like, Special Ed. Oh, was yeah. pretty controversial. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's like, Triggered. I get that that's, like, that's, like, kind of bad. Like, you probably shouldn't do it, like, going forward, but, like, I think I literally said the word retarded twice in this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe Frankie Muniz will get his own trigger Netflix special, and he's like, that's right. My movie had the word special ed in it. Here's this MGM apology in response to the throwaway line oh boy. of special ed. Regarding the references to special ed in the movie, we are no way meant to be insensitive to kids with special educational needs. Rather, it was meant to show how cruel kids can be to one another. As you have seen, Cody overcomes his own speech problems and saves the day. Thank you for those who brought this to our attention. We'll be mindful of it in the sequel. Okay, that that's not good enough. I feel like we need at least one execution. Oh my god, they, they literally said, 
Agent Cody Banks himself is retarded. That's why you should feel good, because this movie's about <laughs> how kids bully him for being a retard, and he, he gets better at the end, because he, he gets a, a yeah. white preppy wasp girlfriend. Agent Cody Bank, like, overcomes his own Down syndrome and saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> we God. will be mindful of it in the sequel. Whenever he was, like, sitting there, like, trying to talk to a girl, and he's just like, I just sat there, and I thought, man, dude, that's literally me. Literally me right there. I'm just like, wow. I'm just like him. You know, people... A lot, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people like to look up to like taxi drivers protagonists as being like, oh, literally me, Patrick Bateman, literally me. Uh, nah, dude, uh, autistic dumb fuck kid, uh, you know, Agent Cody Banks. Yep, that's literally me. Why? Because I can't talk to women. And you're also a spy. And I'm also a spy. Damn. I was dude, brainwashed in 2004 at a uh, summer camp. Uh, slash dance dance revolution uh, party and I work for the National Security Bureau some kids at summer camp get molested other kids work for the CIA but in reality all the kids who work for the CIA probably get molested I don't even want to say anything I was going to say something like uh, yeah that's part of the job it's like being uh, it's like being puked on as a carny <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that anymore. I'm redacting that statement. That is, uh, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Regarding the reference to molestation in this podcast, we are no way meant to be insensitive to kids who got molested. Rather, it was meant to show how cruel podcasters could be to other kids. <laughs> As you have seen, Ivan overcomes his own molestation and saves the day. <laughs> Thanks, thank you to all those who brought this to our attention. We will be mindful of this in the sequel. Oh my god. Holy crap, it's Agent Cody Banks. Whoa. Hey, uh, Agent Cody Banks, ahoy. Whoa. What if Agent Cody Banks was a Family Guy character? That'd be so cool. Uh, didn't Family Guy make a joke about Frankie Muniz having so many wrinkles on his forehead that he, that he gets Wi-Fi signal? Um, that that's a little mean, to be honest. Motherfucker, man, Frankie Muniz could fuck. Seth MacFarlane's bitch, okay? Yeah, I said it. And <laughs> anyone of the woke mob want to cancel me for that controversial statement? Yeah, anyone, anyone from the Matrix want to come after us for, for telling the truth? I love the idea of, like, saying, like, such a stupid sentence that makes, like, no sense. <laughs> and then just be like, yeah, I said it. That's just called being a conservative online. Just, okay. uh, just, yeah, milkshakes are woke. I said it. <laughs> you gonna send the Matrix after me, motherfucker? You gonna cancel me? Yeah, the sky is woke. What are you gonna do? Cancel me? Suck my penis? Lick my anus? Yeah, I stub my toe when I walk into a Starbucks. Yes, they are oppressing men. <laughs> I said it. I said it here, loud and proud. Come after me. Woke mob. Dyed hair woke mob. God, it's so easy to be a grifter. If I wanted to be a grifter, it would be so fucking simple. All I have to do is say dumb shit that gets views. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say it here. I'm going to say it here first. Agent Cody Banks is woke. What? Agent Cody Banks is woke. Agent Cody Banks is so woke, they should rename the movie to Agent Cody Wanks, the progressive ideology. <laughs> Agent him. Cody Banks is woke because there is a black person in a quarter of half of a frame during the school scene in the background. We can't uh, have that in our fucking movies! George Bush doesn't care about black people. George Bush does not care about Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> oh my god. I'm having an aneurysm. Um, advertisers who might be listening to our podcast, um, please sponsor us. Uh, yeah. Pre President Trump, please save us. 
You ever see that video? Can you do a Donald Trump? Wait, what? What video? You ever see the video of like the like the woman who's like crying right after the uh, the election's over, and she's just like, "President Trump, please save us." Um, that's me literally every day. <laughs> when I go Not outside and pick that. up the when I go outside and pick up the newspaper off the sidewalk, President, Trump, please save. <laughs> When I go to the liquor store and buy a DVD rental copy of Agent Cody Banks, I get to, I get back to my truck, which I call it a truck, even though it's actually a Hyundai Sonata, and I say, thank you, President Trump. I pretend I'm Agent Cody Banks whenever I'm, I'm going to shop at EB Games, and the employee there says, copy that, and I punch him in the face. I'm like, you don't disrespect Cody Banks like that, bitch. You don't disrespect our men in black. You don't disrespect our men in blackface. That is not what I said. This is the worst <laughs> fucking review we've ever done. It's not the worst review we've ever done. I think Clark's was the worst review we've ever done. All right. Let's let's wrap this up by looking at the reviews of Agent Cody Banks. Alrighty. Alrighty. Usually let's... when we run out of things to talk about, we just go in Rotten Tomatoes to make fun of people. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> to anybody listening to coffee. us, huh? I'm going to drink some coffee. You can look at the reviews. Okay. Uh, not a good movie in general, but kids will love it. December 13, 2022. Uh, it isn't Your that. Your motherfucker wrote a review on 2022? Yeah. What a fucking loser. December 2nd, 2022. December 2nd? <laughs> Okay, yeah. I thought it was January 2nd. I'm like, what is this guy doing after New Year's reviewing Cody Banks? It isn't that good. The acting isn't really that good because it's marred with subpar dialogue. Oh my god. <laughs> it's marred <laughs> with subpar dialogue. Uh... I was expecting more from my Lunchables meal. <laughs> this Lunchables <laughs> meal is trivial and pedantic. <laughs> uh... Alright, subpar dialogue, jokes that fall flat, lack of any chemistry, one-dimensional supporting characters, and an uninteresting lead. Cody is like... They just, like, spammed a bunch of buzzwords. Cody is likable enough, but he doesn't really have any charisma. Even at the end of the film, he becomes more confident and, I guess, kind of a badass. And really, that's the biggest problem with this film, is that Frankie doesn't have the charisma or screen presence to win you over on this ridiculous idea. If it were this motherfucker disrespecting Malcolm in the Middle, this Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie Muniz has a show with six seasons, a bunch of Emmys, major stardom. What does this critic have? Malcolm in the Middle has more muscles in his forehead than you have in your whole body. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle could literally like pay someone to like execute you. So I watch your words a little wisely, buddy. Yeah, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. It's weird to see a review that actually takes this movie seriously. If it were a significantly better actor, this would have made quite the difference. Hilary Duff is the best thing as she has charm, but she barely says anything and has hardly any character. Everything else is just okay and forgettable. The plot Why does she need to be a character? She's a girl. Like, that's all you have to be. It's like, who gives yeah, a shit? She's like, the, like, she's like the James Bond movie Damsel in Distress. She's like a Bond girl, except she doesn't fuck. What's that one, like, uh, what's that one test of the, uh, oh, fucking the... loser is watching uh, Agent Cody Banks being like, does this pass the Bechdel test? Yeah, the Bechdel like, test. Uh, Agent Cody Banks does not pass the Bechdel test. You just say, nerd! <laughs> you know uh, it's kind of funny because like we spent like an hour shitting on agent cody banks but like when all these pretentious people do it we we just defend cody banks well yeah because being pretentious i mean uh, i think at the end of the day we realize that this is a movie that's like just kind of like a dumb fun family movie and it doesn't really have much of like a any weight in reality as far but as I, the, I mean, the, it, it's literal cia recruitment propaganda though don't you think like i mean yeah but so is call of duty 
Yeah, but Call of Duty, I get to like at least like teabag people and like call people racial slurs online. I can't do that with Agent Cody Banks. What am I getting out of Agent Cody Banks besides like uh, looking at some woman's belly button? You know, um, you're getting a, a over a hundred minutes of entertainment value. Damn, you're right. I should kill myself for even insulting Agent Cody Banks. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. I think I think I'll kill myself too. Let's do a death pact to preserve the sanctity of Agent Cody Banks. Your gosh heckin' darn fucking fucking fart 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 right. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I can tell uh, that this is a movie that you uh definitely didn't <laughs> at the end of it don't really want to do. Uh, <laughs> because it's just num <laughs> like skull numbing. I mean, I don't know the snowboarding was pretty cool. I mean, uh, okay, credit where credit's due. That whole scene with, like, the snowboarding and they're, like, being chased by, like, the people in the snow uh, snowmobiles. That was kind of cool. The special effects were good in this movie. That, that's why I can't yeah. hate it. Because, you know, as, like, the movie is morally ambiguous because it is, like, a CIA, like, this good thing or whatever. But, like... Yeah, I mean, you know, it is a fun movie. I think kids will like it. It's nothing really like terrible in the movie besides like the moral ambiguity. But I mean, that's kind of what I. uh, Oh god, I'm tired of y'all to go shit. That's kind of the like the one of the big things that I say or that I kind of uh, forgot to say when I said that this movie kind of reminds me of of, uh, Die Another Day and Bulletproof Monk and all those movies is that like their production value. Like, these are all pretty high production value movies, and they, like, do their effects pretty damn well. Like, there's nothing that I can visually say is bad or wrong about that, about any of these movies. It's just, like, the plot and, like, some of the characters. But really, even that is, like, mid at best. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I I can't hate it. It's like a... If I had to give it a rating... I'd say it's probably like a six and a half out of ten, maybe a seven, because it's um, just I can't really argue much with it uh, as a movie, but as a story, uh, there's a few things that are a little weird, and the intention of the story, which, as you said, is like a literal CIA propaganda tool. Whatever, man. Do you, what <laughs> do you think? Like George Bush was involved with this movie? You think he was like hitting? Oh, of up? course. I mean, I you feel like right after 9 11, he was just like, we need to win, fellas. We need a movie about the CIA winning. We need children in the CIA. We need to make the youth feel good so they can go to war. So, one of the ending scenes where, like, uh, the bad hench dude, he's, like, uh, you know, all captured and shit, and he's having his last words with Malcolm in the middle. Mm-hmm. It would be a twist if he says, like, oh, yeah, I was a former CIA agent youth. Back in the eighties or nineties, that'd give and, it too uh, much nuance. Yeah, but that that would be like that would turn Agent Cody Banks into like the Born identity, and there could be a whole <laughs> franchise of of Frankie Muniz going like, "Oh my God, these people have turned me into this soulless spy." Oh my God, and it's like this big well, epic drama. You know, that would give this movie a little more depth, and they missed an opportunity with that. And I cannot forgive Agent Cody Banks. Well, I mean, they did make a sequel. Okay, I guess we'll have to review that sequel in the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. That, yeah. The sequel is, like, way lower rated than the than the original. Like, the, the original movie got, like, a... What was it, like, a 20-something on Rotten Tomatoes? The sequel got, like, 11. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is this the good movie podcast now? Is this the podcast where we only review good movies? Is that what you're trying to fucking say to me? Unfortunately not. This is the... Uh, the the people have spoken loud and clear so far. And they love watching us review garbage. Oh, uh, yeah. Or just wacky things. Or just faffing about, talking about, like, current events. They got a different director for Agent Cody Banks, too. Going with the more abstract, sort of surrealist, uh, maybe even postmodernist vibe with uh, Agent Cody Banks, too. Postmodernist. Yeah, maybe Agent Cody Banks, too, is kind of the Empire Strikes Back of the uh, Agent Cody Banks franchise. I, uh, I have no comment. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. 
how about I how about I drive one of those big dumb like helicopter backpacks into your house and blow it up, you motherfucker? How about I fucking like kill you and then teabag you, bitch? Oh yeah, well gamers don't die, they just respawn. Oh yeah, well gamers don't die, they respawn on my cock. Oh yeah, well the spawns have been flipped because you're you're killing me too much. Um, and now you're on my cock, motherfucker. Aw, oh, dude, this cock is so tiny. <laughs> oh, we have nothing more to say about yeah. this film. Yeah. I don't think. Thank you for listening to the most heterosexual podcast <laughs> in the entire internet. Uh, Welcome back to Heterosexual Dudes. We're two heterosexual dudes reviewing movies. We're sitting exactly six feet apart because we are not gay. Man, aw, oh, dude, I love boobies. Can I get an amen, brother? Amen, brother. Hey, yeah. Do you love sitting in your lazy boy and watching TV and jerking off to female-only porn? Aw, oh, dude. Did you vote in the Spike TV Awards for hottest babe of the decade? Hell yeah, dude. I voted for Megan Fox. Let's go, bro. I got a fucking kegger in the kitchen. Remember, six feet apart. Don't want to touch cocks. Oh, man, dude. Whenever a girl gets off of her seat on the bus, I just go to that seat, take a big, can I get an amen, my fellow dudes? Amen, dude. Whenever I escort an old lady across the street, I make sure to slap her on the ass and tell her to call me. Because I'm a player. <laughs> I run her over with my Hummer. <laughs> and then I teabag her. Like Halo, dude. And that was the sport recap with the most heterosexual podcast alive. Yeah, we're straight hey can you like not sit like that bro you're kind of giving me a stiffy dude you're the one slanted 20 degrees towards me okay you're submitting to me you're a female at this point you gotta straighten your back or else i'm gonna pop a halfy let's end this (laughs) (laughs) let's we should just kill ourselves honestly all right well thank you guys for like, watching the zoom would be a better place if we killed ourselves after reviewing <laughs> agent cody's <laughs> no no come on we, we still got more to review like uh okay. like our next episode which is going to be the simpsons movie on our patreon marge it's agent cody banks marge marge the nsa is after <laughs> I corrupt a dad. Can I work for the CIA, dad? I I corrupt a Bart. Now that you told us the CIA is going to kill us. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for watching this episode of Zimmer Tombstone, everybody. Uh, this is one of our free episodes. If you want to watch our uh, premium episodes, where we review such gems as. Uh, Norbit. Shut the fuck up. They're not babies, bro. They know what to do. They know how to read a description. They know the good shits on fucking Patreon. Okay? You don't have to talk to them like they're little fucking school kids. Okay, buddy? Listen here, motherfucker. I am the chief tard wrangler of all of our patrons. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we gotta let them know what the benefits are. You know, we gotta... Gotta let him know, you know? Like, Regarding the reference of Ivan saying Tard Wrangler, we are in no way meant to be insensitive to kids with special educational needs. Rather, it yes, was meant absolutely. to show how cruel Ivan is. As you, <laughs> as you can see, Ivan overcame his homosexual urges <laughs> and saved the day. <laughs>